So let's go ahead and record this. This is episode one. I am so excited to begin talking about this content because this is something that I feel I can add value in this space. And you know, they say that those that don't know teach. Well, I am teaching, not because I don't know, but because I am on this journey with each of you as well. And what is this journey? So this is our Butter Up Hun podcast, and it is very much about living life and all the squishy parts that when I think of the word butter, it's delicious, but you have to enjoy it in moderation. You need to understand it before you just start going crazy with it. So learning to butter up hun is about learning to have better relationships by first loving yourself and learning to be the best that you can be so that you can attract similar people into your life that are also speaking your same language. But how do you do that if you do not first know who you are and what it is that you want in life? Uh, We attract people that, you know, we, that we present ourselves as. So when we are dating, for example, I am dating now, I've been about three years almost into this dating world, which has totally kicked me in the butt a number of times and left me under my desk crying at 2am because it is confusing and I thought it would be easy, but it's definitely not. But one thing that I want to talk about today, I want to address like a first step that I wish somebody had told me about. And that is, you can't just go dating blindly. You have to first truly know yourself and you have to know what it is that you stand for, what your language is and what your values are. And you have to know those things before you can know if somebody's right for you. The whole idea around when you know, you know, I don't believe is completely accurate. I think that very much limits us because it's, you might not know because how do you know you know when you don't even know yourself and you don't even know what's important to you? So something that I've noticed a lot with myself and and other people, you know, is we attract the people that are like ourselves. So whatever you project. So you're going to say on social media, whether it's on Instagram and all of the social media sites, or if it's on an online dating profile like Hinge or Bumble or name any of them we tend to present ourselves in our best version. And you have to be careful with that because if you present your best self, but it's not necessarily one of your values, but it's something that you know will attract people, then you're going to attract the wrong person. And I found this out the hard way. So I'll give you an example. If you are creating a social media account and you decide that you want to get lots of followers you want to attract people so you decide well everyone likes a girl that comes across as a rich party girl and so you start posting about all of your wealth and all your fancy gucci bags and your high-end fashion you're going to attract a lot of people that also love those things and you're like wow this is working I'm, i'm getting all of i'm getting all of this attraction but what you don't realize is if internally you're like, well, that's not really me, but this is what people want to see. And this is what works. That's not really true. If you're like, well, when I post a picture of 
these fancy items, I get lots of likes and followers. Okay, is that what you want? Are those are those the people that you want to like and follow you? Is are those the people that you want to speak to and be supported by and add value to? And if it's not, then it doesn't matter if you get a million followers in one day by posting a certain type of picture. If they're not the right people, they're not your people. So you might as well have gotten zero. So you have to first decide who you are. And so many, myself included, hadn't really done that work before I just jumped into dating. And, you know, I was actually on a date once with this guy. This was right at the beginning of, of my dating life. And uh, he we talked for a little bit and it was going pretty good. And uh, we just we did connect and we seemed to have a lot of common ground. And he said to me, he goes, just so you know, Jen, he's like, I almost did not want to go out with you. And I was like, you know why? He goes, when you look at your profile, like if not knowing you and just looking at the pictures and the things you said on your profile, you come across as like quite a party girl. And you seem like, in his words, a man eater, (laughs) LOL, which is not me at all. And I'm definitely not a party girl. I would be whatever the opposite of a party girl is. And I am not a man either. I actually respect men. And I, so I'm like, well, why? And he gave me examples. And, you know, like when I looked at it from his perspective, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can totally see. I think there's a picture of me and some girlfriends at a party, like a pool party in a bikini. Um, There's me and my girlfriend um, dancing pretty provocatively and, uh, bathroom thing which taken out of context I can totally see why he thought that um but in my mind I'm like well that was my 40th birthday party with my girlfriends there was no there was no drinking it was no like craziness about it or, or that was just me and my girlfriend being silly in the bathroom one night but they don't have that context and that's what I projected so that's I was at that time I remember thinking I'm attracting all of these men that were kind of douchebags and definitely we're looking for casual sex and definitely we're not um, anyone that I was interested in. Another guy at the same time, I think I attracted him same way. We're on a date and he's a party guy. I could tell. And he, we went on a date and it went great. I hadn't shown up as myself yet. And this was, I think like literally one of the first people I dated. And then I made a second mistake of, um, deciding to go on a weekend with him and the weekend was only accessible by boat which was a whole nother third mistake for sure and so we're on this like weekend and we're at this restaurant and we'd been drinking and we were having a pretty good time I think I was having fun I was definitely not being myself I was hesitant I didn't know exactly I was back when I first started dating probably still sometimes now but I'm much better at it I cater to the person so I feel like I was just being what they what I thought they wanted me to be well after some drinking I kind of let loose and became a little bit more myself and as I'm telling him this story about something that I was actually very passionate about with careers and workplaces and stuff like that he looked at me and he said what the, he didn't say F, he said the whole word. What the F are you talking about? 
and it really struck me like I I didn't I, I like I paused and was very confused I've, I don't I hadn't had someone speak to me like that and then he quickly followed up again he's like you are just rambling on and on and I don't know what the F you are talking about and the worst part of that situation was that I was stuck four hours from home at a restaurant that you could only get to by boat. And that was a big lesson for me because I had to play nice, even though I wanted to get out of there so quickly. I was embarrassed. I felt stupid and I felt angry at myself for even getting in that situation. So what do we do? How, how do we make sure that we are attracting the right people? Because the people that the impression that we make, the impression that we put out there is going to be the type of person that we attract. So for example, if you want to attract wealth and someone that cares a lot about wealth, you're going to project yourself as wealthy. If you want to attract someone that will validate you and maybe tell you that you're pretty and that you are sexy, um, you'll probably project yourself you'll impress upon them that you know lots of pictures of your body and and showing yourself in in your best lights when it comes to physical aesthetics um and if that's what you project that that's important to you like it would be lots of pictures that are um showing body parts and and maybe um just sexy looks we won't get into details um, you're going to attract a guy that is really into that kind of thing. And there's nothing wrong with those. If those are things that you hold the most value in, there's nothing wrong with it. But I don't think most of us do hold a lot of value in that. If we say are um, a fairly good looking individual, we start feeling like that's what we have to project out there the most to get those people. And then once we pull them in, they'll see that we actually have a great personality, for example. Um, But it doesn't work like that. So how do you decide what it is that you project, who you are, what your personal brand is? And you have to pick your personal brand based on your values. And if your values, if you think, well, no one's going to be attracted to that because that's boring. Say like one of my values is learning and development, which personally is a value of mine. So my value, that means I love to research. I love to create content around topics of interest. I also really love to read. If that's a huge value to me, that might be something I want to show. That might be the first thing that I impress upon other people to attract people that are also into that. But then there's values that you don't need other people to necessarily join you in. Um, so how do you come up with your values? So let's talk about it. There's, I have two ways, two things that you can do that is a great way to start getting into understanding your values. And I think this is something everyone should 100% do uh, before they start dating because it's also a great question to ask someone that you are dating. Um, So create your values list. Uh, One way that you can do this is think about a person that you highly respect. It can be personal or professional. Think Think of this person and then ask yourself why. Why do you respect this person? Why do they make such an impact on your life? Um, and it may be answers like, um, because they travel all the time, uh, because they, they open their own business and they are passionate about what they do and they help others. Um, it could be because they're a great parent. Um, I admire how they parent their kids and how they show up. 
It can be something uh, some, that they're great at doing A, B, C, D, F, G. So ask yourself, what is it? Because that's going to give you a lot of insight into what your values are. Um, also, I would say that another way to look at it is think about what is the best day? Like think of a think of you coming home and you had the best day ever. What did you do that day? What made it the best day ever? Was it, um, was it also maybe you went somewhere and traveled? Maybe you just had a day at work where you were really on point with your job. Maybe you had to do a big presentation and you delivered it so well and you, you checked all of your boxes. Those will give you insight into value. Like if it was a presentation you did that you were really proud of. Um, a value like credibility may be important, you know, having proficiency, efficacy around your career um, may be a value. So that means that you would probably be spending time making yourself better at your career, attending conferences, um, doing things that provide you those competencies. Um, and so think about that and, and that'll give you a lot of insight. You know, some of my values that are really important have to do with life experiences with my family and friends. Um, and also career competency for sure, having that high efficacy in what I do. Um, I would also say that one of my big values is being able to spend time outdoors. So it's something really important to me on the weekends. I love to be outside. I love to do anything I can outside. I could do yard work. I could do a house project. I could lay on the beach. I could go for a walk, biking. Like those are all very important to me. Um, another value of mine is mental health, very important to me, which requires me to do a lot of research and reading, meditation and self-care. So understand your values and be ready to talk about them. You should have at least three that you can really resonate with. And once you have your values, the second part of this is deciding of those values, what are the ones that you really seek out a partner that would have similar values as that like it doesn't have to be all of them for example one of mine uh, being life experiences with my family and friends for me that i would like that value to have a facet of experiencing it with my partner but it's just as important for me to experience that with girlfriends and with like my sister i'm a twin we're very close and I have dated men before that did not respect that relationship. And one huge red flag is when you're dating someone um, and everything seems to be going great, but if they take you, if you've experienced, if you've shared with them your values and they have in various ways, even if not intentional, but they've kept you from those values. Like I had someone I dated once that actually a number of people have done this where they uh, really kept me from spending time with my sister, really isolated me from my friends and family and did it in a way where it was just wanting them, always wanting me to spend time with them and not spend time with, with my friends and family. And if I said something to them and called them out on it, they would totally deny it. And they'd be like, I, I tell you all the time to go hang out with your sister and you never do. But it's more complicated than that. They they may have said those words, but their actions never showed that they supported it. And that's a huge red flag. So 
really think about that. That's why these values are such a great guidepost towards relationships. And think about which ones though you would like to collaborate with someone else on and which ones you don't necessarily need them to. Um, learning and development, for example, that is one of my values. And I would easily say that I, I would want my life partner to also have that as a value. And not that we have to do it together or in the same way, but I want someone that has a growth mindset and that is always thinking forward and wanting to get better and wanting to challenge themselves. It could be in different ways in the way I challenge myself, but I do need that in a partner. Complacency is not okay with me. So that's helped me a lot to understand what I need to ensure that a partner has, what those things are that I just, they may not need to do them with me or have them as a value, but they need to support me. And also to help me identify those red flags when they don't have it. So with all of that said, once you create these values and what you want to attract to you, if you decide that having a growth mindset is one, then that's the thing that you'd want to post a lot about. You'd want to make sure you're talking about that in your profile. Maybe things that you've done recently that have challenged you, um, things that you've experienced lately that have just kicked your butt. You'd want to talk about that and show that in any way that you can, because that's going to attract someone that's similar. And if one of your values that you decide to lead with is around travel and life experiences, then those should be the things that you post about travel and life experiences. And so although, yes, you could just post sexy little pictures of yourself all day on Hinge and Instagram and attract lots of men to eat out of the palm of your hands, that is not going to be the person for you. And you're probably going to find in that specific example, a lot of men that are looking just for more of a short-term relationship and or maybe casual sex. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's something that a lot of men and women as well are good with. And I've, I've seen that and there's no judgment in that. But if you are looking for more of a life partner, you'll want to probably dig a little deeper and have something a little bit more authentic to you. So that's my first thoughts for this episode. And I hope you have taken something away with this and that you will at very minimum, go ahead and sit down and start writing out your values, create your values and have at least three and think about what, you know, when everything is said and done and you have a life that was well lived, what are those things that you did day to day? In that life. Thank you so much. And if you like this episode, please give a comment or a like and continue to follow. And I look forward to joining each of you with future episodes coming forward. Thank you.